Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. Check us out online at CEORaider.com. Be sure to subscribe to our new CEO Raider YouTube channel, where we're now publishing this podcast religiously to YouTube, as well as other uh, content such as our CEO Raider quick takes. Uh, visit us online at CEORaider.com. Rate your company, rate your CEO, and be sure to check us out at techtoday.com, T-E-K, number two day.com to see the latest in technology news in capital markets content. We have a note coming out tonight where we break down the $2 trillion economic stimulus package passed to help fight COVID. And the title of the article is $2 trillion in stimulus plus pork. There's a lot of pork in the bill. In the note, when it comes out, we'll have a link to our breakdown, which we put in uh, spreadsheet form. And then in, ad- in addition to that link, we have a second link that goes to the bill itself, so you can read that. So I just wanted to highlight a, a couple of the items on the podcast, or several of them. So you have $500 billion going to distressed businesses, uh, which is fine. It feels a little bit socialist. I'm not a big fan of it, but the administration was transparent about uh, wanting to help distressed businesses. You know our thoughts around around bailouts. We're not a fan of them. Difficult to say exactly what would have happened in 2008 if we didn't bail out the large financial institutions, but I would have liked to have found out. I would have liked to have seen more Lehmans uh, go bankrupt. And by the way, uh, airlines scheduled to get up to $58 billion. They won't be allowed to execute buybacks for a year Okay. Uh, the government may or may not take an equity stake. That's up to the government's discretion. I would have put terms in there that the government would take at least whatever, a third equity stake, 50% equity stake. I would have loved to have seen stronger terms around the airline bailout. And by the way, what's the, the, the fear around letting some of the airlines uh, go bankrupt? What do we have, five big airlines? So in a chapter 11, they would still operate. They would still operate as going concerns. You would just reorg the the capital structure, maybe force a couple of these airline companies to merge. So it's not like they file chapter 11 and stop flying planes. I mean, they've largely already stopped flying planes, but chapter 11 wouldn't affect uh, the the operation of, of the airlines. So 58 billion scheduled to go to the airlines. $300 $300 billion to Americans in the, in the form of, of checks. $260 billion in unemployment benefits. $16 billion to food stamps. So how, how is that relevant? So that's, that's a, a big pork item. Only a billion to virus-related research. So how do you propose that we mitigate the risk, I mean really mitigate the risk of the next COVID or weaponized synthetic virus with only a billion in research. We'd love to see that number be a lot higher. Half a billion for food banks and other community food distribution programs. Sounds like welfare. 400 million to protect and expand voting for the 2020 election cycle. That's pork. $400 million allocation for mental health and substance abuse disorders related to the pandemic. 
pork. $150 million allocation for arts and humanities grants for cultural programming to create content for those stuck at home during the virus. So how is the Kennedy Center, which is one of the recipients of this program, going to churn out content? And why do we need the Kennedy Center to churn out content for those quote-unquote stuck at home during the COVID pandemic? How's that relevant? That's pork. That's socialism at its best. 100 million allocation for additional rural broadband. So the, this bill, the 883 bill, I think that's the number of pages, uh, is just riddled with pork. Riddled with what I would describe as socialist programs. Rob Peter to pay Paul. All of this sponsored, of course, by the, the U.S. taxpayer which is the gift that just keeps on giving, doesn't matter uh, which party is in the Oval Office or controls Congress. The taxpayer will be able to bear the brunt of, of, uh, of the recovery, as was the case in 2008. And again, despite what folks may see on CBC, despite what the Jim Cramers of the world may pontificate on, you know, they would have you believe that um, we would face Armageddon without the, without the taxpayer writing a check to bail everybody out. And recall, going back to the airlines, that's the one that sort of eats at me. Uh, Boeing, which sort of led the charge for a, a bailout and screamed the loudest, screamed early for a bailout. When the administration threatened that, hey, maybe we'll, we'll take an equity stake for the benefit of the taxpayer in exchange for a taxpayer-funded bailout. Boeing, remember, they said, oh, maybe we don't need the bailout. We definitely don't want the, don't want the government taking an equity stake on behalf of the, the taxpayer. Maybe we don't need the bailout after all. So you have this moral hazard. People extend, companies extend their hand for a bailout human nature, no strings attached, sure, we'll take it. But you see, when the government asks for something in return, you know, it sort of flushes out the, the moral hazard element to a degree, as we advocated for in our six-step plan, which we published at Tech Today approximately a week ago. And a big fan of if you if you take the bailout, no buybacks for a year. I'd like to see that no buybacks for three years. I administered a buyback for a company I work for, Midcap Software Company, and just wasn't a fan of 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 executing a buyback, especially for a technology company. You're a technology company, you ought to be innovating. And that company that I administrated it for, and this was not when I was a banker. This was when I when I was living leading the corp dev effort for a company called Solera Holdings, which is now a, a, a private equity portfolio company. I believe we had 40% EBITDA margins at the time. So certainly more room for innovation. So I would love to see technology companies innovate and rather than spend money on a buyback, if you want to return capital to shareholders, do so by paying a dividend. And then to the extent that you have discretionary free cash flow to work with, invested in the business. 
R&D, you know, innovate. Strategic acquisitions that make sense to add complementary product features and functionality to acquire customers. You know, there are all sorts of good uses for capital as opposed to buybacks. And then buybacks just breed moral hazard. There are so many companies that would announce a buyback program and then at the same time, named execs would sell stock into the program. You know, they have options that would vest and they'd, they'd sell into the buyback. Massive conflict of interest. I know I'm repeating myself, but it's, it's, and you'll see it again. We'll come out the other side of this thing. The economy will recover. You'll see more and more debt issuances again. We just published a note on corporate debt issuances a couple of days ago at Tech Today, so you can check that out. We published some numbers. Um, but we'll recover. You'll see cheap debt again because we're keeping interest rates artificially low. And you'll see buybacks tick up at levels that are higher than we've ever seen before. And I would say that uh, I think roughly 18 months after the trough and the 08 downturn. So I'd suspect that once we bottom a year-ish, two years after, uh, we'll see new highs again on on share buyback activity. So that's all for now. Enjoy your Sunday. See you next time.